Jitterbug jukebox bones are bouncing, hepcats cutting the rug. Have you heard the classic tunes with the new style we all love? Vintage jazz, electro swing, blend them up and that's our thing. Here's the music you should know, it's the Jitterbug Jukebox Show. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen, your hosts, Duke Skellington and Professor Watson. Greetings, folks. This is Professor Watson. And I'm Duke Skellington. And you are listening to Jitterbug Jukebox Podcast, Episode Episode 6. All right. How are you, Duke? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Professor? Oh, I'm swell. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this show. It is now... We've been on the air now for six episodes, and we're getting a lot of love on our SoundCloud, iTunes, and even Facebook. So please go like us on Facebook if you haven't yet. And all you people out there who keep giving us the shares on your social media, we just want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Folks, we have an amazing show for you today. New music from Campus 5 and our pals Cat Jam. New artist, The Fabus 4 and Der Blizzard. And of course, a special interview with Gareth Price, band leader and musician here in Los Angeles. And then we're going to travel all the way to Paris, France and hear from our good friend Kiwi Star as he drops his Spring Swing mix. As well as some remembrance of Dean Collins, the famous swing dancer and his 100th birthday. And then we have our Swing of the Month with Anita O'Day and Lucky Melinder. On the record... New music from Jonathan Stout and his Campus Five featuring Hillary Alexander. They are the nation's premier swing dance band, showcasing small group sounds of the late 1930s and early 1940s. And they are one of the most danceable swing bands anywhere. And I will put my, my reputation on the line saying that. The seven-piece Campus Five captures a true sound of the swing era with all the energy and excitement that has inspired millions to dance. This is an incredible album. It's called Spread and Rhythm Around. It was released June 20th, 2017. It features 15 tracks of swing and sounds. Everything from Honeysuckle Rose, Just Right About For Me, Cheek to Cheek, Millhouse Stomp, Limehouse Blues, Blues My Naughty Sweetie Gives to Me, which is the track we're about to hear, as well as uh, Rose Room Sweets, Miss Brown to You, Undecided, the second track we're going to hear. And I'm really excited and proud of Jonathan Stout because he is really working hard. They've been featured in a lot of things, too. It's pretty awesome. They were on ABC's The Bachelorette. They were on Warner Brothers' Ellen. Remember that TV show, Ellen? Absolutely. Yeah, so it's really great to see uh, some local musicians getting their shine and the incredible artwork done by Chris Wilkinson. Big shout-out to him because – if you look at it, you can see campus5.bandcamp.com. You can see this artwork. It look, really harkens back to those like 1940s flyers that you're so used to seeing. Yeah, is that Chris Wilkinson? Is that what you said his name is? Correct, yeah. Album artwork by Chris Wilkinson. So without further ado, here's Blues My Naughty Sweetie Gives to Me by Jonathan Stout and his Campus 5.
That is Jonathan Stout and his Campus 5 doing Blues My Naughty Sweetie Gives to Me. Man, that track, that rendition is so great. I know everybody knows the Sidney Bechet version, but this is such like a nice, mellow, sweet sound. What do you think about that one, Duke? I was, you know, I was mentioning to you earlier that I just had listened to like four or five different albums that all had that song in the last week just by chance because I love the song so much. And I actually think this version of it had the most clarity of any of the versions I've heard. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and also the musicians on this, if they sound familiar to you, it's because Josh Colazzo's on drums our friend from the Candy Jacket Jazz Band, and Albert Alva is also part of this band. So really so much talent right now in Los Angeles, and we're super blessed to be able to uh, listen to these guys in person on a regular basis. As an added bonus, I'm going to give you one more little sweet taste of Jonathan Stoutner's Campus 5 doing Undecided. Ha, ha, ha. 
That is Jonathan Stoutness, Campus 5, doing Undecided. And I know you guys are all itching right now to get your hands on this album, so let me tell you where you can find it. Campus5.bandcamp.com is where you're going to find this. You can buy the compact disc, if that's still your thing, for $15. Or you can also get the digital album for $10. As well as you get the digital album when you get the compact disc, just so you know. So there is a high-quality download in MP3 FLAC if you do decide to get the CD. And uh, thank you so much, Jonathan Stout and your Campus 5 and Hillary Alexander for continuing to put out some of the best swing music in the land. And I have to concur. They are really, really awesome. So next up, we have something that I'm really excited about. The duo known as Cat Jam are releasing a new album. And if you remember Cat Jam, they were the two guys that we interviewed last episode out of the UK who make incredible hybrid electro swing and garage music. So this album's called Songs to Make You Purr. And it's going to be out on (laughs) none other than Ragtime Records coming out July 6th. So without further ado, I'm going to drop the first song um, that's going to be on this album with a rapper by the name of Off beat the song is called catman do rhythm Here to party, then you came to the right place. You got out right now. You're tuned into the sounds of the one and only Catch Out. Yeah, yeah. And myself off beat. Of course, this is yeah, you know how we do. Each and every time. In the door now, I'm forcing my way in. I'm causing a fray when I walk on the stage. The performer that's got Richard Dawkins praying. Sources are saying you're on to a winner. Catch him and off beat, king of the swingers. Soon as you play, we get grown men screaming like they just got themselves caught in a zipper. Right now, I'm on a bag of dough show hype. I can't help it, cause I know my flow so tight. I've got haters and cynics all waiting my lyrics. I get rave reviews at a no show night. But when I do turn up, this spot goes mad. And people say, damn, that's a hot flow, man. Looking like the cat that got the cream. And hooking up with the cat that's got those jams. Everybody in the base tonight. If you came here to make it live, put your hands up and raise them high. Oh, why, but it Everybody in the place tonight. If you came here to make it live, open your mouth up and make her cry like. So many cats. I came in the swing scene in 2014 I ain't got no plans to backtrack soon Elaborating with other acts that are making you Put up your hands just like Batman too Cat in the hat and now Cat Jam too I feel like I should move to Catman do Cause these days I'm rolling with so many cats I feel like the chick out of Batman too 90s kid on the 20s flex in the noughties now But I get respect Anyone who says you can't rap over swing Evidently hasn't ever met me yet Play my tunes you won't press ejects MCs get vexed when I pen these texts Cause I leave them exposed like photos of D-Dex I'm jumping around next to MTDEX Everybody in the place tonight If you came here to make it live Put your hands up and raise them high And why but Everybody in the place tonight If you came here to make it live Open your mouth up and make her cry like Everybody in the place tonight If you came here to make it live Put your hands up and raise them high And why but Everybody in the place tonight If you came here to make it live Open your mouth up and make her cry like
came to wave it down. If you came to, if you came to, if you came to wave it down. If you came to, if you came to, if you came to wave it down. If you came to, if you came to, if you came to wave it down. If you came to, if you came to, if you came to wave it down. If you came to, if you came to, if you came to wave it down. Yeah, yeah. If you came to, if you came to, if you came to wave it down. Yeah, yeah. Certified banger, I leave my stamp of approval on it We rinse the rider and cider and champers until it's empty like a student's pockets Machines get so much love online, I had to create some new YouTube logins So I could go in with a different name and leave myself some abusive comments People rely on me, they keep on supplying these tunes that are moving your feet like a dietary That's why I'm keeping the verses tight like they're doing exercises in the Kegel variety So keep on denying that I'm one of the best and get treated like people who speak in a library You don't want beef for a rivalry, I make you feel sad like a beat in a minor key Everybody in the place Tonight, if you came here to make it live, put your hands up and raise them high. And why, but it Everybody in the place tonight, if you came here to make it live, open your mouth up and make her cry like. Everybody in the place tonight, if you came here to make it live, put your hands up and raise them high. And why, but Everybody in the place tonight, if you came here to make it live, open your mouth up and make her cry like. So many cats, so many cats, so many cats. So many cats. So many, so many. And we've had that problem on this show. I mean, we've talked about Cat in the Hat, Cat Jam, you know, like he's like Offbeat said, he might have to move to Cat Man Do. <laughs> Man, I was definitely a head bobber. I was getting down. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm loving what they're putting out. They have some more clips online at their SoundCloud of this new album. You can get, get to their SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash catjamswing. They have another track I almost played, but I'm going to leave it as a teaser for you guys to go find for yourself. It's with Hype Man Sage. It's called London Lingo. Make sure to go check that one out. So these are the only two songs they've kind of given clips of. This was all a pre-release exclusive for you guys. So once again, the album is called Songs to Make You Purr. It's coming out on July 6th, 2017 on Ragtime Records. New artist, another prominent face in the L.A. swing scene is Jason Fabus. Jason Fabus is a multi-instrumental man. He plays saxophone, clarinet, and uh, most horns, to be honest. And he has a band called the Fabus Four. Now, the Fabus Four is Jason Fabus on alto saxophone, Luca Pino on guitar, Nick Ornelius on upright bass, and Gareth Price on drums. And we'll be talking to Gareth Price a little later today, so we can chat with him about this new project as well. They have a track out on Jason Fabus' band camp called Roses of Picardy. It was actually released in 1916. This is his version of it. We're going to hear it right now, and you can pick it up at jasonfabus.bandcamp.com. Let's go.
Roses of Picardy by the Fabus Four. I really enjoyed that. If you also enjoyed that, you can go to jasonfabus.com and find out what other things he's up to. He's in an amazing amount of bands, just like Gareth Price. I'm really, these guys are killing it right now in LA in all the best swing bands in the land. And when you have that much talent, everybody wants you in their band. And speaking of talent, next up we have the youngest member of the Electro Swing crew. He's known as Durr Blizzard, and he's performed in various clubs around Europe, introducing the charms of 20s and 30s music to his audience. He plays a well-blended mix of chilled swing hop and swing house, the type of music that definitely makes you want to move your feet. His repertoire combines lots of live elements and a crazy saxophone. And not only is he a great musician, but he's also an incredible person. I've been chatting online some time with Adrian, and I look forward to finally meeting him one of these days. We're going to hear his incredible remix of Careless Whisper, which was actually a cover of Postmodern Jukebox some time back. So let's listen to Careless Whisper by Der Blizzard.
and the way that the crowd has been reacting to that song every time I play it out just shows me that Der Blizzard is on his way to ultimate success. I just played that tune recently at the Edwardian Ball, and everyone just seemed to love it. You know, let's also give some credit to Postmodern Jukebox because their covers are amazing. I actually know Scott Bradley of Postmodern Jukebox just did a video with him for his thing called Truck Concert. You're going to find that shortly, Duke. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to that. That does sound cool. And big shout out to Postmodern Jukebox for doing all these amazing covers. So where you want to find Dur Blizzard's music is going to be on SoundCloud. Um, you can find him by looking him up in the search bar, D-E-R b-l-i-z-z-a-r-d or soundcloud.com slash der d-e-r dash blizzard hey this is jacob miller of jacob miller and the bridge city crooners and you're listening to jitterbug jukebox hey jacob thanks for shouting us out pal this episode's Behind the Swing Artist Interviews with Gareth Price. He is a band leader and musician here in Los Angeles, and we decided to chat with him about all the numerous projects he has. Here's the first 15 minutes of our interview with Gareth Price. Hey, it's Gareth Price. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Professor Watson, and this is Duke Skellington, as you know. And uh, we are now with one of the best drummers in the Los Angeles swing scene, I would say. Uh, we want to start off with a very simple question for you. When did you start playing drums? Yeah. Hey, guys. Good to see you. Hello, YouTube. How you doing? Uh, glad that Jitterbug could have me here. Skellington, Duke, nice to meet you. Haven't met you yet, but... Uh, nice to meet you too, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I actually, I started playing drums when I was 10 years old. Um, I basically, as as a kid, I would kind of play drums on like the whole cliche pots and pans kind of thing. And I'd make little kits as a kid. And I, I actually, I started on trumpet originally as a trumpet player, but was always kind of a drummer. And uh, it was actually my mother, she she didn't necessarily want me to be a drummer, <laughs> like, because uh, it was, you know, really loud and, and stuff like that. But uh I started playing, I was 10 years old and she finally said, all right, we'll get him a kit and, uh, got me a kit when I was 10 years old for my birthday. And, uh, and yeah, that was it. It started then. And, um, <clears throat> I, I was a part of a program. Uh, I'm originally from Tucson, Arizona. I was a part of a program there called, uh, it was called then the Arizona jazz Academy, but now it's called the Tucson jazz Institute, which, um, before me and during my years there. And then even now after some of the kids coming out of that program are really, you know, high level players. Um, and that program in Tucson is basically where I started playing. Um, I wasn't, I, I didn't necessarily start playing as that whole cliche, like rock drummer kind of, uh, thing, you know, where, you know, kid gets a, gets a kit and he starts playing rock. I, I immediately went to, uh, kind of like Count Basie uh, swing stuff. And that was because of Tucson Jazz Institute. So, um, you know, just going through that program, um, I was brought up strictly with swing in jazz. And, and uh, you know, I mean, I, I have, I everything I know is because of that program, essentially. But 
that sounds amazing. And that's a big yeah. plug for them. Anybody watching this right now or anybody out there who's considering going somewhere, would you, I mean, I think that's a high recommendation from one of the best swing drummers in LA, <laughs> you know, everybody take heed, take notes. So, and, and I have a question. So they influence you down that path <clears throat> during that time or during any time. Were you ever like curious, like, oh, I'm going to deviate. You mentioned rock. You know, were you ever like, I'm going to start doing punk rock drums. I'm going to start doing, you know, rock. I'm going to start doing something else. Were you ever interested in that? What was it that made you just stick with swing? Was it completely this program? What is it about swing that makes you choose that over all else? Because you're obviously a talented guy. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, man, I never really showed extreme interest in you know, in rock drumming or I mean, I like to say that I'm a fan of groove and I, I love groove. And if it's, and if it grooves and like, and it swings essentially is what I say, you know, swings, but, uh, if any, anything can swing. And, uh, so, you know, there is like, obviously, you know, Led Zeppelin and like these, you know, these massive basically cultures that have been made essentially, their their grooves are just as intricate or if not even more than some grooves that you know Sonny Payne was making with the Basie band or you know that like it, it's all it all has that um the kind of a glow you know like a like an intensity I I think from strictly a, a rhythm section standpoint um so I never I never really got into it however did learn it um, I, I usually, if you learn jazz drumming, essentially you're kind of, you're going forward and you learn that, and then you can kind of take steps back and start to take the, you know, this idea from swing music or, or this idea from swing drumming and apply it to rock where, you know, it's very much like sim simplicity and things like that, or even like reggae, you know, um, but for me, it was really more of a culture thing. Um, I, I didn't necessarily fit in with the whole rock punk scene. I was kind of like just an old school kid with an old soul. And I was just like, this is, this is great. You know, as a kid, I, my grandfather, um, when I'd see him, he lived in, in Maryland and I would go back there all the time. And he was a trumpet player, but he, he showed me, you know, Count Basie originally and Duke Ellington and, and uh and guys like that um so i, I guess I, I grew up more in that sort of 40s big band era but uh you know have progressed to you know go earlier and later from that so but, that's uh, awesome man yeah. so you definitely identified more with the swing kids than you did with the rockers. And I, I did, I yeah. can attest to that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I, and I mean, you know, I, I grew up in Tucson, Arizona, so it wasn't like I grew up here in LA where, you know, there's all these different types of people who have all this going on. But I, in Tucson, there was no scene anyway. You know, there was no, there's no swing scene in Tucson other than just, learning and education uh but you know it's i yeah i guess i i sort of fit in with that who, style anyway totally hey who would you say are your main influences in the swing scene you mentioned basie but like who else really spoke to you yeah i well my first drummer kind of the first uh 
the first drummer I really dug. It was uh, and Buddy Rich. He was uh, kind of the, my main influence. He, as everyone, I think, who becomes a big band drummer, you know, they see Buddy playing and they see they see him, how he moves and, and just how, you know, I, I knew Buddy's playing from Channel One Suite or, you know, sort of like his later in his life, I knew Buddy's playing and I grew up with that. And I was like, oh man, well, this is great. And then when I started to get older and started realizing there was more to this, like in high school, that's when I started to look back and I, and then I saw Buddy playing, you know, when he, when he was my age, you know, he's playing with, with the cats, you know, he's playing with the guys, like he's playing with Lester Young. He's playing, you know, all like the guys that were the number one guys in the swing scene, whether that be, you know, in like, you know, the mid to late thirties into the forties, like he, he was there, he was very, um, you know, he was, he was integrated in that scene as a kid, which is for me, it was like, okay, I liked buddy, but now I really like buddy, <laughs> you know? And, uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm more fan of, of buddy's early playing essentially. Um, he, his earlier playing, I think speaks more to me, like, you know, when he was playing with Artie Shaw and his, in his band and obviously those famous recordings, you know, there's a fantastic one. Um, man of mars which is a, a great recording that love, love man from mars yeah i actually i and then you know just last year because i, I sat for josh with uh with jonathan at camp hollywood and uh we got to play that one and that was like kind of a, a dream come true for me because i i remember listening to that you know when i was freshman in high school and being like oh dude because that's kind of like the more of a deeper cut kind of thing you know but it's uh yeah, so I, I really dug kind of listening to Buddy and earlier stuff, and definitely yeah. he's Buddy is he's w definitely one of the best. He's so incredible, and I'm so glad to hear that you actually enjoy his work too as a drummer. Um, and so I have a two part question: What was it about Buddy's earlier stuff as a drummer that to you stands out, just from a t technical perspective or? A when you listen to Buddy's early work and you say, I like that better, can you tell us a little bit about what it is about his work? I'm curious. Yeah, I, you know, I guess when I, when I hear it, I can relate to him strictly from maybe, uh, if you want to get real technical, his skip note. And when I say skip note, I mean the middle note of between the quarter notes that, that the ride symbol pattern consists of. So like, dun, 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 like his in that dun, 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 that like the skip note. Essentially, I to me when I listen to swing music, that's the first thing I listen to, and I can kind of latch on into that. And whether or not it fits in my groove, the way I the way I like to play, or the way that I prefer things to sound. Um, and so his earlier sound, you know, you hear you hear his skip note, and to me, it was like this real sharp kind of not necessarily tight, but it was just like, it, you know, some guys have a, have a closer skip note and then some guys have a real wide skip note and, it, and they, you know, and they create all these different groups. But for me, he was like sharp and just like to the bones right in the center, like nailing it, you know? And, uh, and for me, when I heard that, I was like, Oh man, that's what I want to do. You know, like I want to do that. <laughs> um, and then, you know, as you're younger, you, you, you get into that mindset and I was only listening to Buddy. I was only doing this. I was only doing that. And then I was like, oh, 
but well, there's Joe Jones too. Like, cause that's who, you know, like who is buddy listening to? So you keep going back and you say, well, buddy was listening to big Sid Catlett or cozy Cole or, you know what I mean? And like, it, there's, there's more, there's more to it than just buddy, rich gene Krupa, you know, like, which a lot of maybe, you know, the, the populace kind of can relate. They kind of know who gene Krupa is maybe, you know, but he's, but there's, there's a lot more to that. And then for me, once I got older, I said, well, who are those guys listening to? You know, you, you can always trace it back and I'm still doing it. I'm really probably not as educated as I think to be, or I'd like to be, but I'm, you know, I'm getting there and uh, just constantly listening. And so now, you know, that kind of stuck in my head is buddy skip note. And then just the way he played and his intensity when he comes at the drums. And then more recently, you know, when I went to, I went to two years of college uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. And when I did that, I started digging more into Gene Krupa and saying like, okay, what's this guy about? Um, and his skip note is, is to me wildly different. Um, it's, it's, you're kind of you're picking hairs here, but for yeah, me, little I nu- little nuances here and there, right? Yes, yeah, and and when Gene, you know, when Gene would play like his snare drum work, his rudiments that he'd be playing on the snare drum, or his rudiments that that he would use around the kit, there's it's a completely different set. Like he had a set of rudiments that he was comfortable with, and then you look at Buddy's playing, and those those two those two things are different, and you know, Buddy used a lot of paradiddle diddles in his snare drum work or, you know, like right, left, left. But then Gene would be a little bit more, you know, straight, straight arrow. So like a little more uh, alternate sticking and things like that. Um, it's. I would, have, I would never have thought of that kind of stuff. Like as a dancer that there's so much nuances in the drumming. What do you think, dude? Well, I'm, I'm like my jaws on the floor right now, actually, because as a electro swing producer, I mean, I think about this stuff all the time, but I don't have the technical know-how as a, as a professional jazz drummer to really listen to the things you're listening to. I mean, I can listen to it and I know what you're talking about, but I almost feel like I'm in church right now. So just thank <laughs> you for sharing this with me. No, you. no, I, it's, you know, it's just, it's rhythm, it's groove. I'm, I'm simply just listening to the music. And I'll listen to what I like, you know, I'll listen to this. So when I hear even in recently now, I love, I love listening to horn players. I forget drummers at this point. I'm, I'm all about listening to their phrasing and like, and wanting to, you know, and literally just last night, man, uh, my, my girlfriend, Emma, she put on this recording of uh, um, Louis Jordan and, you know, and like, Dude, holy cow. I was like, you know, she put this recording on. She's like, oh, you've, you've probably heard this, but I hadn't. I hadn't heard it. And she put it on and I, I freaked out, man. I was like, oh, my God. Like, dude, that was really great. Like, I want to listen to Louis Jordan more, you know, like, and you, you hear something that really speaks to you. And, and to me, from just hearing that one little bit, um, you know, from just hearing that one little bit, I, I was just like, okay, that's awesome. That's exactly what I like to hear. His, you know, his, he kind of sounds like his phrasing was a bit like, you know, he has got a little Lester in there and then, 
essentially you go further and further and you say, oh, Dexter Gordon, but Dexter Gordon listened to Lester. So it's like, it's all this kind of the same. Influencers, influencers for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And there's this nice pool of that, you know. Muddy Waters was heavily influenced by Louis Jordan too. I don't know if you've ever seen the interviews with him, but he cites him heavily. Um, what song? Do you remember the name of the Louis Jordan song? Oh man, the the Mo song, the the four uh, Mo's, or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he takes he takes a he takes like a either I can't quite remember. I only heard it once, but he t- he takes like a whole chorus, or he just takes a bridge or something. But he kicks the crap out of it, dude. <laughs> like. <laughs> He really, he really swings it hard. And, uh... and that was a small snippet of our interview with Gareth Price. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. We had a great time chatting about all the things you have going on in your amazing life. You can find the full interview on our YouTube page. That is Jitterbug Jukebox. Search for it in the bar. This jam session is brought to you by Kiwi Star, coming straight out of France. And this is his seventh spring swing mix. Uh, every year he does a spring swing mix and that'll tell you how long Kiwi Star has been in the scene. This particular mix has all sorts of different tunes from swing rowers to fives or phoebes. We still haven't figured out how to pronounce their name. The Vaudevillains. Um, just the to who? name a Wait, few. Who's yeah, that? This is a group oh, out of okay. LA and all the right. Bay. I think I heard DJ Skylar Gilmore, Duke Skellington, the Vaudevillains. And they have one of our more obscure tracks on their Delta Skelta. So um, yeah, just... Check out this mix. We're going to put the 15 minutes of it up, and I highly suggest you check out the full mix. I'll tell you where to find it when the mix is done.
Let's go. 
And that was 15 minutes, select 15 minutes from Kiwi Star Spring Swing 2017 mix. Definitely go check that out on his SoundCloud. You can search him on SoundCloud under Kiwi Star. That's one word, K-I-W-I-S-T-A-R, just like how it sounds. And you'll find him in there, top of the page. This episode, Swing of the Month, I will be featuring Lucky Melinder, featuring Rosetta Tharp doing Shout, Sister Shout. Uh, if you don't know about Lucky Melinder, he was actually born Lucius Venable, Lucky Melinder. September 28th, 1966 was when he passed away, unfortunately. He was an American rhythm and blues and swing band leader. And this is an interesting fact, actually, Duke. Although he could not read or write music, did not play an instrument, and he rarely sang, his showmanship and musical taste really made his band successful. So, just goes to show you, you really don't have to have that much talent to be super successful. Yeah, just check out Instagram, check out Vine. We have plenty of those. Exactly. His group was said to have been the greatest big band to play rhythm and blues and gave a break to a number of influential musicians at the dawn of the rock and roll era. And here we are with Lucky Melinder featuring Rosetta Tharp doing Shout, Sister Shout. Shout, Sister Shout. Shout, Sister Shout. Shout, Sister Shout. Tell the whole world what it's all about. And I can understand the bees Sister, I can even understand why a rat eats cheese I can understand my dog And I can understand your cat Well, fill me full of rhythm Can you understand that? I got you shout, covered, sister Sister, shout Hallelujah Shout
Sister Shout. What it's all about, man. Well, that was what it was all about. Thank you for sharing that amazing song with us. Yeah, Lucky Melinder featuring Rosetta Tharp. You guys could definitely throw that in your DJ sets. And since we are talking about amazing female vocalists on this Swing of the Month, I'm going to be playing a song from Anita O'Day. Anita O'Day was born Anita Bell Colton, and she actually just passed away in 2006. So she lived a long life for a jazz musician who was born in the 1920s, actually technically 1919. She was an American jazz singer, widely admired for her sense of rhythm and dynamics, and her early big band appearances that shattered the traditional image of a girl singer, essentially an old school feminist. She refused to pander to any female stereotypes and along the lines of doing things like wearing band jackets and skirts opposed to evening gowns. She changed her surname from Colton to my favorite O'Day, which is pig Latin for dough, slang for money. So all these new rappers and vocalists that have the words money in their names, she pioneered that way before they did. So we're going to listen to her version of Honeysuckle Rose, which is one of my favorites. Fills with jealousy When they see you out with me I don't blame them, goodness knows Honeysuckle rose When you're passing by Flowers droop inside And I know the reason why You're much sweeter, goodness knows Honeysuckle rose Don't buy sugar you just have to touch my cup You're my sugar It's sweet when you stir it up When I'm taking sips from your tasty lips Seems the honey fairly drips Your confection, goodness knows And you're my honey, honey saccharose Every honeybee fills with jealousy When they see you out with me I don't blame them, goodness knows, cause you're my honey, honey. Flowers droop inside when you're passing by, and I know the reason why. Your perfection, goodness knows, and you're my honey, honey, honey. Don't buy sugar, you just have to touch my cup. You're my sugar. So sweet when you stir it up On the avenue people look at you And I know just why they do Your perfection, goodness knows that you're my honey Every honeybee feels with jealousy When they see you out with me I don't blame them, goodness knows Honey, honey, sun rose when you're passing by flowers drooping inside And I know the reason why You're much sweeter, goodness knows My honeysuckle rose Don't buy sugar You just have to touch my cab You're my sugar It's sweet when you stir it up When I'm taking sips from your tasty lips the honey fairly drips Your confection, goodness knows You're my honey, it's a rose 
烧嘛喊你，喊你喊你喊你，有爱喊你咋个让？And there you have it. That was Honeysuckle Rose, her rendition of it. And even though that song was done originally in like 1929, that recorded version was from the 50s. You could hear a little more clarity in the recording. So, great tune. I also am a big fan of Anita O'Day. She does some of my favorite 40s songs as well. So, shout out to Anita O'Day. Big money. <laughs> Swing in the globe. This episode, Swing in the globe. Is featuring the one, the only Mr. Dean Collins, celebrating 100 years of remembrance. Dean Collins was born Sawardowski in May 29, 1917. Passed away unfortunately in June 1st, 1984. Collins worked in 37 or 38 films as well, performing live and on television as a dancer. He moved to Los Angeles in 1936. He worked as a janitor at a drive-in theater, and then at night he danced at Diana Ballroom and the Casino Gardens. Worried that his Jewish name would hinder his career, he actually adopted the name Dean Collins from a wallet he found on the ground. He was the first to be documented in film showing off the follow as a lady, as opposed to showing her off as an athletic counterpart. If there's two names you need to know in swing dancing history, it's Dean Collins and Frankie Manning. Dean Collins will go down in history as the guy who brought the Lindy Hop from New York to Los Angeles, and he claimed what he did was the Lindy. What he developed on his own style became the standard type of dancing by those in Los Angeles. Dean's Lindy is something that he created using the foundation of what was already there, and his strict discipline of body movement, his being able to separate the lower half of his body with the upper, as an isolation rarely seen by any dancer in any form. Dean's most popular partner is, of course, Jewel McGowan, who allowed. Who he allowed to shine in ways that no lady had ever been able to do before. He gave monthly private lessons to Arthur Murray, went on dates with stars such as Lana Turner, became good friends, and hung out with musicians like Harry James, and actually even taught Shirley Temple how to dance. The Collins style, as seen in Hollywood films, is a main source of what we call now Hollywood-style Lindy Hop. In 1984, in Los Angeles Times, his obituary read, "The King of Swing." Dean Collins. Is one of my personal heroes, and this is his 100th year anniversary. We will be linking videos to some Dean Collins clips, so you can all see the mastery of his work. Thank you so much, Dean, for your contribution to this dance that we all love. Well, all right, folks, that's all that there is. There is no more. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this episode. We are Jitterbug Jukebox. You can find us on iTunes. Go like our Facebook and SoundCloud pages and search Jitterbug Jukebox. Not to mention, you can also find us on Twitter, Jitterbug Jukebox. It's spelled without the e on jitter, so it's J I T T R B U G. Jukebox and YouTube, where we'll post our entire interview with Gareth Price. We love what we do, and we obviously are very passionate about it. That's why we do it, and we appreciate all of you who keep sharing our stuff. So please continue to pass the love on. I'm Professor Watson, and I'm Duke Skellington. Keep, keep swinging, swinging out. out the Jitterbug Jukebox Show.